0: Hi friends, it's Faith, and welcome to the Faith Show. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listens. It's been so cool because I've been looking at my stats a lot, maybe a little bit more than I should be, and I have listeners all over the world, which is kind of a really cool thing, and I'm really, really thankful for that. So thank you to everyone who listens and subscribes. It means the world to me. And also, just wanted to say that usually I post every Monday, but because it's holiday season coming up, I don't know if I'll be able to consistently post, but I'm going to try. Also, though, if you guys have topics you want talked about, please DM me. I think I will soon, maybe, for one of the episodes, just do it off a of QA and a and do a solo episode. So, please let me know if you guys would like to do that. Um... So let's get started. We have a very juicy hot topic as seen by the title of this episode Toxic Femininity. Ooh. <laughs> and today, my special guest is Katherine
1: Zagorodny. Hi.
0: Yes. And so, Kathy, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yes. I'm Kathy or Katherine. People get very upset. Like, they get, they're like, which one do you want to be called? And then, like, equal preference. So, just so we're all in the same place. Um, I go to Biola. I'm a junior. I'm a math major. I'm an RA. I like eating pho. Yes.
0: She also loves Taylor Swift. Oh, I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. I got tickets. (laughs) And any fun, cool life updates?
1: I forgot my love update. Your grandma. <laughs> oh, um, yes, it's finals and I have this simple two page paper. Well it's not simple because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. But it's a two page paper and I just cannot write it for the life of me. And my grandmother um DM'd me on Group Me and told me that she is hoping that I'm I'm doing it and that it prays that it's get that it gets done. I love
0: how she texts you on GroupMe. Yeah, yeah. Of all places. Yeah. Um, My life update is that I'm going home tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. It is currently finals week for us. Yes. So it's really stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Could be better. Yeah. But also, we know everyone's going through it. Another little silly thing that I think it kind of relates back to our topic later is that... The new Instagram update has just been announced, mm-hmm. lea- released, yeah. on the little, um, the status, the status thing on yeah. the Instagram DMs. Yeah. And. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. It's wild. So tempted to put so many different things. Yeah. And then I
1: forget who my audience is. I forget who yeah. follows me. Oh, gosh. When I made my account public and, like, forgot and kept just posting. I mean, I still just post, like, just- <laughs> intimate things but I'm like you can unfollow me you have the freedom to do that
0: yeah so. I think it's funny I'm
1: so tempted to just be like I'm single <laughs> I can't wait to just put care of, like things or like I want Cheetos engage imagine Ima- imagine if I yeah if we just lied if we were like on a date getting married, giving or birth. birth, how people Wait, currently giving birth, engagement
0: <laughs> announcements just through the Instagram stuff. yeah, stories. imagine if that
1: was the only social media we had, was just like, a 24 updates. hours, you have like, what, 50 characters or something, <laughs> it's even less than that, that's so funny, okay.
0: well, anyways, we wanted to put a little disclaimer, because yeah. this toxic femininity is still something we are both learning about, but we also have both experienced, I would Would you say struggled? I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's struggle, st- But we're experiencing it, learning we're, about it. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about it, but also take this with a grain of salt. Because mm-hmm. it is... We're um, not experts. We're not... It's a new concept. We're just
1: exploring what this means. But just in this conversation, we're going to be talking about, like, toxic femininity, which I don't really think is talked about, like... I'm sure there's experts who look at it but like toxic masculinity is very much so talked about and being insecure in your masculinity and so I'm kind of coming at this topic like going from from what I know about that and then sort of being like well, what is do those things apply to like being a woman as well and so in like talking about masculinity like obviously I'm not a man faith is not a man um and I just want to say like I don't believe that that masculinity is toxic i think that like masculinity is biblical the bible talks a lot about gender expression um and so in in no way do i think it means yeah that masculinity is toxic and yeah just like want to be sensitive about that i'm not i'm not trying to make like any definitive statements here
0: yes and so we also because we think that with certain standards it's good to have those standards in play because it helps us to kind of know like how to move forward and what we should do. Whereas sometimes, so sometimes we see those in the toxic aspect where these standards aren't always necessarily the best. Mm -hmm. And so distinguishing those and knowing, kind of figuring that out is what we're trying to do.
1: So, Kathy, what is toxic femininity? That's a great question, Faith um so first i want to briefly define according to this website called very well mind um they have a web they have a page on toxic masculinity toxic femininity so i'm going to read both of them um toxic masculinity is uh okay sorry toxic masculinity involves cultural pressures from men to behave in a certain way and it's likely this affects all boys and men in some fashion. This idea that men need to act tough and avoid showing all emotions can be harmful to their mental health and have serious consequences for society, which has now become known as toxic masculinity. Um, And then about femininity, it says toxic femininity is a broad term that refers to a rigid and repressive definition of womanhood including pressures women face to restrict themselves to stereotypically feminine traits and characteristics." So I think just in terms of like more broadly toxic gender expression would just be the feeling that you have to conform to a like more rigid and some might say traditional view of what that gender expression looks like so for a woman it might be like they are gonna they want to be married they want to have kids they want to be a stay-at-home mother and be a really good cook and be really good at crafts and be quiet, and be, like, I mean, all women are beautiful, but, like, you know, express that through, like, like, quote-unquote societal standards. Societal standards, Quote-unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And, and all those, all those things. Versus toxic masculinity might be, like, the, the guy needs to be the breadwinner, and he needs to be, like, tough and can't show emotions. And obviously, like, that's been very toxic for men, and you can see that in, like, suicide rates. Okay, then I am a little confused, because while Kathy
0: and I were talking about this topic... Over a bowl of fuh. Over a bowl of fuh. We were like, how about women who dress more... Like, the styles are different. Because what if those that wear more, like, streetwear, skater... Like, more
1: boyish. More, more
0: tomboyish. I love the yes. boyish. boyish. <laughs> um, what... What does that mean for them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that goes into gender expression. Um, in... Yeah, in terms of, like, there's your, like, your identity, which is, like, what you identify as, and then your expression, which is how you express that. Um... And I think it goes into, I think this is where we can begin to have the conversation of what does it mean to be secure in your gender expression, secure in your masculinity or secure in your femininity. Um, because the term, like telling men or the idea that men like won't do things that are more feminine because they're quote insecure in their in their masculinity, I feel like it's talked about a lot. And we were kind of wondering like, well, what does it mean to be insecure in your femininity because at first when I thought of that I was like oh like maybe that means because if you think about like a man like a man who's insecure in his masculinity wouldn't, he wouldn't do wear, as much yeah, he feminine w- things wouldn't yeah. wear nail polish or mm-hmm. stuff yeah. that's what yeah like he they're quote unquote saying wear makeup yeah. or jewelry or things like that so then I was thinking that same thing for a woman like she like a woman who's insecure in her femininity is like Cover, like, accounting for that insecurity with, like, nice clothes and makeup and jewelry, or... Er, yeah. Yeah. Like, but but the, then yeah. I was wondering, like, well, does it go the reverse way? Like, for
0: a woman that isn't as secure in her femininity, would she try to dress more masculine?
1: Uh-huh, then? yeah. Like Like, a, when I was a kid, like, in fifth and sixth grade, I didn't like to wear, like, girl clothes. And I, like, would never want to wear a dress. And I honestly think that was then because i was insecure in my femininity. But i think now when i dress a little bit more boyish, like it's because i'm secure in my femininity. And i honestly noticed in myself like towards the beginning of the semester, for whatever reason, just not really liking my clothes because i felt like they were too boyish and i wanted to and i don't know like what was the purpose. We could, you know, that's something i bring up with my therapist. <laughs> um but like I, I just wanted to wear things that were like more cutesy and more feminine. And I'm not sure if that was just because that was the mood I was in, or if I was like, subconsciously needing to, like, mm, mm, uh, make myself feel feel secure in my feminine expression. Because
0: I think for my personal experience, I've always, when I was younger, constantly wore like soccer shorts. And athletic wear until I distinctly remember this one boy I really liked in seventh grade, because I played soccer, so I always wore like, I had like 50 pairs of the same shorts, right? Came up to me and was like, Faith, do you wear the same shorts every day? I was absolutely horrified. <laughs> and from that point, I was like, okay, like, no more, like, running shoes are strictly for when you do PE. Like, you have to have your, like, sh- sneakers, and then you can't wear running shoes throughout the whole day. And now, it's almost like... Because I dressed much more... I My style is a lot more different from my friends. Um, they are changing me in a better way, though. But I definitely... <laughs> am, I wear so much more black than all my friends. I'm more of just, like, a darker, like, blacks, browns. Um, sometimes whites. You know that contrast? But very, like, not pastel colors and stuff like that. And I'm not necessarily sure if that was because of my complexion or because of, like, I like that clothes. But then now, as I feel like I'm growing up, I'm starting to be like, oh, you can't wear as much black mm.
1: because
0: what if, like, boys don't like that? Or, like, yeah. I kind of need more wear more dresses and different things because I want a boy to like me. And what if he thinks I'm too intimidating? Mm-hmm. That is definitely, that's, I think, a part of, like, toxic femininity is that you as a woman feel like you... And almost in a sense, you have to kind of lower... Yourself,
1: Mm. yeah, because you always talk about yourself as being like a go getter. Like, what, what is your go boss? boss. (laughs) Go boss. But do men want girl bosses? I don't. I don't know a single thing about men. Let me tell you that, ladies and gentlemen. But but yeah, like if you feel like you are a woman who is like more centered around her accomplishments and like you know being a go getter and like going out and doing things but you also like want to be in a relationship and want to make yourself attractive to guys like are you are you compromising those two desires yeah and so this is
0: something like i think both of us are kind of experiencing mm-hmm. is like we both i feel like have more out there personalities mm-hmm. that are just more like we're just more boisterous. I've, more boisterous, more vivacious. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing, but I definitely know always in the back of my head has been a little insecurity of mine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is a part of toxic femininity. It's like, yeah. I'm always like, okay, I'm fun... Because I, I think I'm fun. <laughs> I think I'm fun. People love my personality. That's what I've been told. Not to toot my own horn. <laughs> but then it gives brings up this fear that, like, okay, boys want to be my friend, mm. but they don't want to date me. Mm. And I that's definitely what I'm feeling. Also, which I think I'm going to talk about in another episode, is also because I'm Asian. Mm. A lot of times I've been like, oh, I like this boy, I think he's really cute. But because I'm Asian, I don't think he'd be interested in me. Because mm. I'm like, oh, he would only like usually it is white girls. Mm-hmm. Nothing against them. Kathy's white. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I love white girls. They're so fun. But it is also Thank been you. a fear. And then <laughs> there's this other, like, is this an irrational fear? But also sometimes it's based off... On maybe something that's untrue. true, yeah. So that's just some of, like, toxic femininity that we are experiencing. And I don't know, listeners, how you may feel. Yeah. Also for men, you might feel this way too, that you feel like Mm. girls won't like you for, because
1: if you're not, like, sporty enough. Oh, yeah! Or, Or, like, not you're not like you know a business guy who's gonna like make all this money which let me just say (laughs) any men who are listening I'm very much so okay this like I like soft boys like if you had your nails painted and were wearing like a cute little necklace like that's cute like you know how to dress yourself and like style yourself so I have that's like not a turn up for at least me (laughs) I don't know if Faith feels the same
0: weird. I don't don't have a problem with that I think though something that is important for me for someone in my, like, in a spouse is that I want to feel protected,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: if someone likes that makes, like, who dresses like that makes me feel protected, then
1: yeah. Who knows. No, like, you can still be muscly, like, you can beat someone up, but, like, you have your nails painted while you're doing it.
0: It's giving Vinny Hacker and I'm a, fan him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of him, he's cute, but okay. I don't know, no, that was another, oh my gosh, okay, Michael, I know you listen to my podcast, so I'm gonna give you a little shout out, Michael and I are on Interactions Together for Missions Conference, by the way, we need staff, so if you want to still be on Missions Conference staff and you feel called, please apply, I'm anyways, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm, what, oh, that'd be cool, okay, yeah, anyways, <laughs> so, Michael and I, like, shook hands for some reason, just... It came up, we shook hands, and he was like, nice handshake, Faith, and I was like, thank you, because I, I like to do a firm handshake, I've always been taught That's it's like good. asserts dominance Why and would stuff. you
1: do a soft handshake? But That's then I was,
0: he was like, yeah, I feel, I think he, either I said it or he said it, I don't know, but like, that usually women shake a little softer, I think I said it, but I'm like, I feel like girls usually shake a little softer, but I always like to do a little stronger, uh-huh. but then that made me think of like, oh my yeah. gosh, am I being
1: too like, firm and out Mm -hmm. out there Mm -hmm. not like subscribing to society's standards yeah so it's just this constant thing of like
0: I think the toxic feminine overall is like wow is no one gonna date me because I'm a girl I like boys but almost in a sense is like what's wrong with me why are boys not going after me because am I too
1: masculine, but I'm also... I don't think I'm that masculine. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, Yeah. I mean... And also, there's so much to be said about, like, why... Like, just... We shouldn't... Like, if you... If... uh, I don't know. Like... I think you can always better yourself as a person, but, like, you shouldn't have to change, like, inherent personality traits about yourself to, like, win over someone or for a significant other, like, if they wanted you to be more feminine, you know, in a traditional sense. Um, but, yeah, people be broken, and I think... For Maybe their expectations are are broken. I also just want to add, while we're on this topic of, like, being more... What do you do? vivacious? Yeah, I love that word. Um, I, I've definitely like experienced many times in my life just being loud and like being out there, and like there's a place for not always just like screaming your head off. So why do we think this is a problem? Great question.
0: I think <laughs> I know the answer. You know why this is a problem? Because sin corrupts gender roles.
1: Yes. Yes, thanks for answering that question.
0: <laughs> sin corrupts gender roles. Sin has yeah. made these ideas that God has created for us. I don't, Not ideas, these roles that yeah. God like has God, created God for us. God created
1: gender. He created it to be good.
0: And to live in harmony. Yeah. And sin has made it a thing that we need to feel confined to Mm -hmm. instead of celebrating it Mm -hmm. and that's not right yeah we need to celebrate how we are different Mm -hmm. in our gender roles and it shouldn't be oh my gosh I'm afraid of being too female or too masculine we should Mm -hmm. be like wow I think it's great that we can have these skill sets yeah and these differences and celebrate those differences yeah
1: and not just be like, oh, I'm only confined to these two. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also like, um, like gender is from God. And I think gender expression, like some of that can be inerrant in how he created us. But I think a lot of it is societal. Um, like if you think about how, how like, you know. Even in biblical times how men and women express their gender like men wore tunics and like you know like a dress you could you would call it today <laughs> and it's like not considered um masculine to, like wear a dress today but that's com- that has nothing to do with how god created male and female and i i don't know if if it's like if you're a woman, and you're, like, not comfortable wearing a dress, I don't think that that's something you need to fix about yourself or strive to attain. Maybe, you know, like, be aware of it and ask yourself why is that, why that is, if there's, like, a larger thing that you would like to explore about, like, why am I, you know, comfortable or uncomfortable doing certain things, and is it because, is there any insecurity in that, that, you know, you would like to address, but it's not like a, you, it's not like, There's some sort of perfect gender expression that everybody needs to, like, strive towards. I think that's something that I, like, get caught up in. That I, like, need to get to, like, a perfect... Just, like, in my clothing. Like, I need to find, you know, a certain aesthetic and it should have, you know, my perfect blend of gender expression. But, like, that's not... I don't think that's a thing.
0: It's just so confusing sometimes. (laughs) It's so wild. (laughs) Um, So how can we... As female or males, how can we become secure in our femininity? Kathy, what would you say?
1: Because I don't know the answer to this question. Yeah, I don't know if I know it either. Um, Prayer. (laughs) I think, like, I... I don't know. When I think about, like, this semester, like, the moments when I felt sort of, like, not... Like, I wasn't loving my wardrobe because it felt like it was too boyish. Like, I think, honestly, that was coming from just a little bit too much of a preoccupation with how were people viewing me and like just feeling secure like overall in this semester because it's definitely been a little bit of a chaotic, chaotic semester. Um, and so yeah, just like addressing those things within yourself.
0: I think
1: to become secure in our femininity
0: masculinity is reminding ourselves that our identity is not found and being a feminine person, like, being a Mm. female or being a male. Our identity is found in Christ. this is a great
1: point. This is a great point. Because I
0: think so
1: many people
0: find their identity in, like, the clothes that they wear, Mm -hmm. the money that they have, the Mm -hmm. friends that they have, and that plays along with masculinity and femininity. Or, like, oh, how much I can lift, I don't know what guys, or, or like, how many girls I can pull, or my dance. No. Yeah. How we can become secure in those is not prioritizing them as much. Yeah. It's just being, seeing our, our image, that God, the way that God has made us, because God has made us in this image, and our identity is found in Christ. Yes. And so Christ finds, and God has given us giftings, as we said in the yeah. last episode of We're Calling. Yeah. And so becoming secure in that is, like, recognizing those callings first and seeing Mm -hmm. that. And then also being, like, secure in, like, how you want to love others Mm -hmm. or, like, how you can be a good friend and, like, worrying about those things first. Because I think that's, we, Sin has made it so caught up into this idea of gender roles that, we forget to focus on those other aspects mm-hmm. of, like, loving others well. Yeah. And it just makes us focus so much on ourselves that we forget about others. Yeah. And not worrying about what others think of you, but rather, like, loving others, regardless if they love you or not, and loving, like, loving others because Jesus calls us to do that. hmm I think that's really important.
1: Yeah. I think, like, this this is a great place to go in like a lot of conversations because especially that have to do with identity, because I think I mean even at Biola it's you know a school of people who who call themselves Christ followers and yet it feels like so many people here are preoccupied just with with life you know the things that that the world is preoccupied by one of those being like how are you expressing your gender how are you doing your hair and your makeup and are you know or the lack of, thereof. Um, And just, like, that is another distraction that the enemy can use to pull Mm. you away from Christ, is telling you that you're not, you know, like, doing, being a woman or being a man correctly. And it's like, you have to rebuke those lies Mm. from the devil and turn towards Christ. Christ again. Because the devil wants to destroy. Mm Mm-hmm. He has come
0: to, like, create divide. Yeah. And I think with that, that's why there's this divide of, oh, masculinity, femininity. hmm Because, like Kathy said, like, men in the, the olden days wore tunics. Mm-hmm. And things like that. And now insane has, has created this divide with us when, rather, we need to celebrate these differences that we have mm-hmm. and acknowledge how we're different, but also, we also have strengths that... The others may not have, as in, like, the mass, quote-unquote, mask. the gillen Mm -hmm. people may not have. Like, men have different strengths that women have, Mm -hmm. and women have different strengths that men don't necessarily have. Mm -hmm. And recognizing that. So I think for, like, what are first steps to, like, combating our toxic femininity is reminding ourselves our identity is found in Christ, not in our
1: different roles. And what does that mean? What does our identity found in Christ mean? Yeah. Because I think part of it can go back to, like, being made in the image of God. Um, exactly. Yeah. Which, you know, I think that that's... I feel like just... I've just noticed in my own life, like, throwing around the term, like... Um, having your identity be in fo- being found in Christ. And then I, I always have to ask myself, like, what does that actually mean, like, in this scenario? Um... Because it's such, like, a, a throw-around word.
0: Should we Should we just read the verse now? Yeah,
1: let's read the verse now. We found a lovely little verse from the first chapter of the Bible that we felt really addressed. we felt this. with
0: this topic, we needed a Bible verse. Yeah, we
1: go to the Bible Institute of Los Angeles. We better be able to do some faith integration. Here. Yes. Um, so this is Genesis one 27-27 after god is like making humans it says so god created mankind in his own image in the image of god he created them male and female he created them um i like that because i think it focuses on like man like humankind as a whole male and female being made in the image of god and then points directly to how god creates us distinctly as different genders, and both of those are equally um, bearing of his image. Mm. hmm And I know that this
0: may be a hot topic for people. Yeah. Because yeah. some people are struggling with that, I don't want to take away from that, because it is a struggle that yeah. people have. Yes. And, but I want to remind you guys that the highest thing we need to recognize is that we are. As mm-hmm. as someone who's a Christian, this is what I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's
0: why I'm going to share this. Yeah. Is that we are made in the image of God. Others may disagree who are not believers, mm-hmm. but as Christians who are struggling with, because Kathy and I are Christians, mm-hmm. who are struggling with this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we need to remind ourselves, ourselves yeah. that we are made in the image of God. Yeah, so yeah. I want to
1: be... In, cl- yeah, in any way. conversation where it's like, because this is our worldview. This is how we see the world. Um, so this is why we're bringing in the Bible. Um, but like in, in any conversation, like if you if you are a non-believer listening to this and you like disagree with this, like that's completely fine. Where that conversation needs to start is not with how the Bible talks about gender identity, but just like um, why we're going to the Bible. And it's because of our faith in Christ. Mm. Yeah. And although I'm not the well, most
0: well-versed in this, I'm open to having that conversation still. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. if you have questions about what it means to be, like, a Christian and how we agree, these things, like, it needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times Christians are afraid to shy away from that, but I want to talk about it, I want to share my opinions, and I want to do it in love. Not, I'm not trying to argue, because who the heck likes arguing? It's exhausting yeah. and tiring and draining. Speak the truth in love. In, in love. So I want, like... And I'd love to hear your opinions too. And I want to also say that these are our opinions because some Christians disagree. Oh, most,
1: most definitely. Yeah. And so. We're just two, like, 20-year-old women in a dorm room right now. Like, talking about this, we are not experts. We're just, we're just wrestling through it, you know? And we just felt like, we felt called by the Lord.
0: I felt really, like, this needed to be talked about, talked about, and introduced. Yeah. And so we wanted to talk about it, and not sure how it will be received, but... Yeah, opening I mean, that door I would love
1: to ver- just be received
0: as as a conversation, and so I'm here to like listen if you'd like to share. Yeah, um, that's a thing that I've been honestly wanting to have on the podcast is just like listeners to submit thoughts, opinions, or whatever, or even stories. I I love this love podcast where the people like submit their stories and the people like read it <gasps> oh, and then yes. they like talk about it or like oh. their own input. So I would love if possible, for you guys to do that. Also, I don't even know how many listeners I have, so... Yeah. A solid nine, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's just...
1: Blow yeah. this episode up. Share it with your friends, your family, your goldfish, your uncle's goldfish, your goldfish's uncle. Um, yeah. Yeah. Your male men, your male women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so we would...
0: Love to l- hear. I think this is very much a what the listeners think
1: episode. Yeah, yeah. Love to hear input. I mean, this this episode was just us, but we would love to and hear what you think. If we get a huge response, I will have
0: Catherine back on uh, yes. for part two. Yes. Because I don't think this is the end of the conversation. No. It's just the intro. So we're going to end on that. Yeah. Catherine. Yes. What is your favorite thing in life right now?
1: Oh, I knew this question was coming. <laughs> Did I tell you something already? Or nope. this, is, this is on the spot. Um, uh, right now, my favorite thing in life is, I'm going to say the office. I've gone through phases. Right now, I'm in an office phase. It is like, you know, i I read my Bible before bed, and then I watch the office. Bible first. Office second. Okay. No.
0: Good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm I'm ready to go home. That's my favorite. Like, looking forward to the future.
1: Yeah, the but, end of school for am also weeks.
0: So, I'm going to miss my friends so much. Oh,
1: I'm going to miss you, Faith. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you, everyone, yes. for joining us and listening to...
1: And thank to th- you yeah. for having me on the show. Oh, I didn't yeah. say that at the beginning. <laughs> it is an honor and a privilege to be on the Faith Show. And yeah. I do not hold that lightly.
0: Thank you. <laughs> and... If you would like to be on the Faith Show, send your inquiries. Maybe I'll have you on. Maybe yeah. I won't. Maybe she
1: won't. <laughs> Maybe she Yeah. Maybe she won't. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. <laughs> Good day!